With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70, Rob Parker. Welcome into the show. I'm your host, Rob Parker, and what a program we have for you today. We're going to talk with former Major League pitcher John Lester. He stops by. Also, from the Athletic, C. Trent Rosecrans, who covers the Cincinnati Reds. And man, are they hot. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. The red-hot Cincinnati Redlegs. You know why I'm calling them the Redlegs? Because the last time a team won 11 games in a row after having an 100-plus loss season the year before was 1900, when they were probably called the Redlegs back then. For Cincinnati. I, I mean, on Wednesday, they won again. I, I just, the the Reds were dead and buried. It's the, the 11-game win streak is their longest, you ready? Since 1957. Teams don't win 11 games in a row. It just doesn't happen. But they beat the Rockies again, again, 11 games in a row. There's so much stuff to talk about. And, you know, I mean, I get it. Uh, you know, Ellie De La Cruz is the hot shot rookie that they got. And things just seem to turn around, whether it's him or or all the, all the other players. And Hunter Green has blossomed as a as a um, uh, ace pitcher. And, man, I mean, the, the Reds are trying to they – they've won 11 straight. It's the team's longest winning streak since they won 12, and that was back in 1957. So we brought it up. This is history-making, and this team just has a lot of energy, and there's a lot of young kids on the team. And, it, uh, you know, it's it's really amazing when you think about it, where they were. Uh, and I'll just give you some more numbers. 11 wins in a row, five games over 500 at 40 and 35. First place in the NL Central three straight sweeps, five straight series wins, and 26 comeback wins 
which is the most in Major League Baseball. I mean, is this a big, big red machine? Uh, like, 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 how can they be doing this? And it's just people all over. It's not just one guy or the team has just come together. And uh, Jake Fraley hit a two-run go-ahead uh, home run that uh, helped the Reds win. So uh, different people are contributing. It's not like one one guy is carrying the entire team. There's a new energy with the Cincinnati Reds. It's got to be fun when you think about how long it's been that they've enjoyed this kind of success. And, base, and Cincinnati's a great baseball town. I worked there. I covered the Reds back in 1991 and 1992, and they love baseball in Cincinnati. So we'll get uh, more on the Cincinnati Reds and who exactly are doing the things that make this team go and uh, how much credit should ownership and management get, how much credit should uh, the, the manager get, and just how much credit should should the, cred- the, the kid, Ellie De La Cruz, who just joined the team and came up to the major leagues, the top prospect, how much credit does he get? Number two. Yes, this debate is going to go on forever. Shohei Otani or Aaron Judge, right now Shohei is running away with it, of course, because Judge is hurt for the second time this year. He's on the IL. Otani now leads the major leagues in home runs. He's pitching his butt off. And so, you know, uh, the Athletic did a big piece on, you know, with general ma- anonymous general managers and front office people. And, and who would you like to start your team with? Uh, would it be Judge or would it be Otani? And we know Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs a year ago. He was on pace to do that and more before the injury bug has gotten him again. Otani is playing great, and we're still not sure if the Angels are going to make – I don't know about his impact. And as good as he is, you would think that for sure they would make the playoffs, but uh, that is just not the case. And I know baseball's different. It's not like the NBA where one guy makes the world of difference. But let me tell you this. If you follow baseball at all, when Aaron – Aaron Judge is in the Yankees lineup. They're a real threat. When he's not, it's a totally different team. I've never seen a, one guy in a lineup change so much and change the outlook of a team. Uh, but Aaron Judge does that. And if it were up to me, I just wonder how long Otani's going to do both pitch and hit and whether he can keep it up. But if you were to say, just do it on an individual basis, if you had a chance to pick Judge Otani just as a hitter, I think 99 out of 100 people would pick Aaron Judge, who hits over 300, hits for power. Uh, I mean, like his numbers are, are like what he's done since he came in the big leagues is incredible. Even with the injuries, he's an all-time Yankee great. This guy leads the New York Yankees franchise with the most home runs in a single season. More than Babe Ruth, more than Roger Maris. Just think of that. Really, he passed Babe Ruth. He's that good. And I'm not trying to sell Otani short. I just think that he won't be a pitcher and hitter his entire career. And if I had to take one guy right now, a difference maker, a change maker, it would be Aaron Judge. Call me Meshuggah. Call me crazy. But I would take Judge. Number three. 
The baseball All-Star game is right around the corner. We'll all be in Seattle. Can't wait for that. But phase one of the voting for this year's All-Star game is in the home stretch. It wraps up on Thursday. And right now, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the overall leader. Shohei Otani remains the, the leading vote-getter uh, in the National League, in the American League, I should say, Okunya in the National League, but he's the overall leader. And um, uh, the, the the period ends for this phase one of the voting is on Thursday at noon Eastern. So you can vote as many as five times per every 24-hour period exclusively at MLB.com on all 30 team sites and on the MLB uh, app. So there's your chance. And then, of course, the big game is um, July 11th at T-Mobile Field in Seattle, which is uh, going to be spectacular. I mean, I just love the Midsummer Classic. So a uh, couple people, I'll just give you a couple people in the American League. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., leading American League first baseman. Uh, no surprise there. Marcus Simeon leading the Rangers. No surprise there. I mean, he's doubled his second guy Uh uh, in in that race, he's having an MVP type season. Simeon, uh, Matt Chapman of the Blue Jays for third base, um, Bo Bichette from the Blue Jays at shortstop. A lot of Blue Jays in this thing right here. Aaron Judge, Trout, and the Rose Arena for the Rays lead the outfield, and of course Otani for DH. So that's what you have really in the American League. Uh, it's pretty interesting. As we go, but uh, the phase one is almost over. Uh, vote for the All-Star game is one of the liberties that baseball gives its fans. So you should appreciate it and you should vote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, 
Head over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast former Major League pitcher John Lester. And we're talking about big time, especially when you're talking about postseason. The guy broke in with the Red Sox 2006, won two World Series with the Red Sox, and won a World Series when the Cubs, when they broke that horrific 300-year drought or whatever it was, John. <laughs> uh, amazing. But welcome into the podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Let's start, though, first with the uh, celebrity golf outing tournament that you're going to have in Lake Tahoe. Tell us about that, and then we'll get into some baseball stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I look forward to uh, – there's like three of these that, that I get to do uh, a year, and, and obviously Tahoe is kind of the, the, the pinnacle of them, of them all. Uh, it's a lot of fun, beautiful place. Uh, you know, we, we kind of use a family summer vacation to go out there. So we're all excited. Uh, just got to get my golf game at a, in a decent point before, before we get out there. Now let me say this. Because it's the 34th annual American Celebrity Championship. It'll be live on NBC July 14th through the 16th. But, John, the the, the list of players of, of uh, players who are playing in this is like who's who. Smoltzy, <laughs> yeah. who we know, John Smoltz is a great golfer, okay? Mark Mulder, David Wells, Steph Curry, Charles Barkley, who's a terrible golfer, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. And Ray Romano, uh, an actor, I mean, that's an A-list. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's it's cool when you, you get to do these things because you get to be around, you know, a lot of different guys. So, you know, you get the football, the basketball guys, and, and you throw in some actors in there. Um, it's a fun time, man. We all get to hang out. Um, like you said, it's a, it's an A-list of not only golfers, but, but uh, you know, other athletes. So it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and like I said, I look forward to it, um, you know, in July. All right, let's start here. Shohei Otani, you cannot talk baseball without bringing him up. And, John, do you marvel at what he's able to do, pitch every fifth day, DH the rest, leading the Amer- leading baseball in home runs, and probably in the top seven or eight in pitching, in baseball, where 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 are you on him? Have you ever thought we would see a guy like him? Yeah, man. I mean, he he's it's an incredible phenomenon what he can do. Um, I mean, and, and it's not like he's out there, you know, softballing and and throwing eighty five miles an hour. I mean, this guy's throwing a hundred every five days with nasty stuff, and then still gives you, you know, three, four, sometimes five quality at bats every night. I mean, it's incredible. You know, runs the bases, obviously steals bags. Um, incredible athlete. I mean, it, it, it's – it's. I marvel at how he's able to do it, just kind of understanding the – you know, what, what's needed to pitch every five days and how you need to take care of your body. And he's playing on top of that. Um, it, it's pretty crazy. It, it really, really is. Uh, let's go here with – some of the changes. I'm a traditional guy. I've been covering baseball since 1986. In fact, uh, John, my first World Series was 86 when the Red Sox and the Mets played in the World Series. I was at game six when that ball went through Bill Buckner's legs. So okay. I've been around the game for a long time. 
but I wasn't that high on the pitch clock and some of the changes of the game. I thought they were catering the game to people who didn't like baseball. But I got to admit, the game is much faster and the pace I'm enjoying. Where are you on it? I'm with you. Um, You know, I don't think you really notice it when you're at home and you're watching it, you know, on TV. But when you when you go to a game, you know, you really pick up on just how quick the game is moving now. Um, You know, and it's not so much it's not so much the actual game. It's just that, you know, that dead time. Right. Like the in-between pitches. Right. Um, the batter be walking around fixing his bat and gloves, you know, the pitchers doing whatever they're doing. Uh, you know, I, I just think it it's it's made guys a little more accountable to their time and to what they're they're trying to do. Um, you know, I, I, you know, nitpicking here, I would like to see that pitch clock maybe get moved, you know, with nobody on to to 20 seconds and then with guys on maybe 25 seconds. Um, you know, I've noticed, uh, this year, just in a few games where, you know, that 20 or that 15 seconds can, can start moving pretty quick on guys. And then even more so when there's runners on base and they're, you know, trying to think about, you know, and especially in a big game, a bit tight game, you know, they're trying to think about what they're doing and what pitch they want to throw next. And, and I just, I would think that giving them a little, little leeway there, that five, five extra seconds on, on either side would, would kind of help help that it won't slow the game down any um but i just think that 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 would be you know nice on on their behalf but uh i like it man i didn't think i'd like it now i i I don't i can't talk about it on the other side i didn't get to use it i wasn't a part of you know the pitch calm and the and the and the the i call it the shot clock but the pitch clock um you know but as far as being a fan now i'm taking my you know i'm taking my boys to braves games and you know, we've been to a, a Red Sox and Cubs game along the way, and it just things, you know, are just moving a little quicker, a little nicer. No doubt. Let's speaking of your one of your old teams, the Red Sox are in last place in the uh, AL East, but they're over five hundred. The at the whole division, John is over five hundred. Is that is that amazing when you think about like that? Almost never happens. Yeah, I mean, I think the, you know, the AL East is obviously back. Um, you know, I, I I can speak on that when I was there. It's I still think it was the the toughest division in baseball. Um, you know, and and every night you got to show up. You got good offenses, good pitching and and no matter where you're at, you know, it, it's it's a tough division, man. And for the Red Sox to be over 500 to me in last place and I think it's a kind of a distant last place right now right um yeah it's crazy that they've won seven of their last 10 going into yeah. wednesday but still they're in last place yeah i mean it, it's a tough division i mean tampa's so darn so darn tough i mean they, they do everything right um you know obviously the yankees get judged back they're they're the yankees um you know the blue jays have been playing well i mean baltimore i think has been kind of one of the biggest surprises and in baseball uh, this year with how well they've been playing. And I'm happy for, for coach Hyde over there. Um, you know, finally given, given him a chance to, to manage a, a winning team. So, uh, you know, it's, it's an exciting division. It, it, it should be, that's the way, you know, I, I feel like baseball was built and, you know, to have that American league East at the top is, is pretty, is good for baseball. I think. Our guest is John Lester, former major league pitcher, of course, who uh, broken with the Red Sox. Also uh, played for the uh, A's, 
the Cubs, the Nationals, and the Cardinals. Uh, your Red Sox career, when you think about all the losing that went on in Boston, but you you had a very special place there. I mean, you pitched the final game of the 2007 World Series and 2008. Uh, no, in 2007, I should say, for the Red Sox, which is yeah. pretty amazing. I mean, what what was that like when you guys uh, finally, you know, uh, won in Boston and became this team that forever couldn't win? Um, you know, I, I think for me in 07 was a little different just, just because of, of kind of everything personally that was going on with me that year. And, um, you know, coming back from, from my cancer treatments and, and all that. And then, you know, I wasn't a part of the team the whole year. I was, a you know, kind of a call up, not a call up, but I got, got called up and, and was just kind of a part of it. I wasn't, I wasn't a, um, you know, a guy. So, Oh, seven for me. I just, I didn't really understand the, you know, how cool it was and the importance of everything uh, that I got to do that year with that team. Uh, and then, you know, like getting to kind of be the, the number one, being the Kurt Schilling, being the Josh Beckett or whatever you want to call it uh, in 13, I think really kind of helped me understand, you know, what Oh seven meant. Um, so yeah, man, it was just, is it, it was cool just to be a part of that with all those guys. I mean, if you look at that roster, it's a pretty, pretty impressive list of names that were on that team. And, and you, I, I always say there's some really great baseball towns. We know Boston is you played in Chicago. People love baseball. I yeah. call St. Louis, the baseball capital of, of America. They're the 70th largest city in, in the United States. And, and you notice John, cause you pitched there. They get 3 million fans every year to the ballpark and everybody wears red. What was it like, you know, just, in pitching in some of these cities and, and am I right on St. Louis? Yeah, you are. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy when you're on, you know, the, the opposing side for so, so many years and, and having that rivalry with the, with the Cardinals on the Cubs side, um, you know, you kind of go in there, you're like, yeah, this is a cool place, but I, you know, you, you hate it too. Cause you, you got to beat these guys. Sure. Um, but to get to be on the other side and get to see how, how the home side is and how those fans treat those guys uh, is pretty, pretty special. It's a cool place. Um, you know, I, I got pretty lucky. I got to play for some really, really cool franchises, some historic franchises in the game of baseball. And uh, for me, uh, for me to get to do that, it, it's pretty incredible. And St. Louis, obviously with all the history, all the great players that have come through that organization, um, and then to add the fans on top of that day in and day out, they show up, they cheer. Like you said, they're wearing their red. Um, it, it's a pretty special place. His name is John Lester, and they got the big golf outing, the 34th uh, American Celebrity Championship Celebrity Golf Tournament. It's at Lake Tahoe coming up July 14th to the 16th. It'll be live on NBC and just a star-studded group, including John, Smoltzy, Aaron Rodgers, Charles Barkley, Steph Curry, Patrick Mahomes, my God, and more. Uh, enjoy the golf. We appreciate you, John, and maybe we'll talk to you again down the road. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know. Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? 
It's been a while since we've had to have the will he hit 400 talk as a society, but the Marlins' Luisa rise is forcing the issue. As we sit here on the first day of summer, the Marlins' second baseman is currently hitting 398, though he was at 400 the day before thanks to his third five-hit game this month. How nuts is that? Well, Arise became the fourth player in MLB history with three five-hit games in a calendar month, joining Hall of Famers Dave Winfield, Ty Cobb, and George Sisler. One more five-hit game this season, and Arise will join an uber-exclusive list. The only four players in MLB history with four five-hit games in a season? Ichiro, Tony Gwynn, Stan Musial, Ty Cobb, considered four of the greatest contact hitters in MLB history. Arise isn't just some one-trick pony, however. He's been doing this his whole career. His 327 career average is the highest among all active players by 20 full points over Miguel Cabrera. You look at all players in the expansion era, and his 327 mark is the fifth highest, only behind Gwynn, Roberto Clemente, Wade Boggs, and Rod Carew. Which brings us back to the chase for 400. Of course, nobody since Ted Williams in 1941 has hit 400 over a full season, but the 398 mark from Arise is the highest on the first day of summer since the late Tony Fernandez was hitting 411 for the Blue Jays on June 21, 1999. Even if he doesn't hit 400, the highest mark in the wildcard era is Larry Walker's 379 number for the 1999 Rockies. Could Arise hit that mark in his first year in Miami? Turn money into more money. Now it's time for Betting on the Bases with Dave Gascon. Love that money. Love that money. Rob, brand new weekend of baseball. Happy to be here with you. Man, there's a couple surprise teams that are surging, right? The Cincinnati Reds, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're all hanging around. And speaking of those Reds, they'll be at home against the Atlanta Braves on Friday night. First pitch is scheduled for 640 Eastern, 340 Pacific for all you left coasters. Jared Schuster's on the mound for Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta in this one as a road dog in that affair. Meanwhile, the Yankees and Rangers, this should be a great series over the weekend. Over under total in this contest is nine. I'm going to take the over in that affair. Rangers, one of the best teams, highest scoring offenses in all of Major League Baseball. Give me the over in that contest. San Francisco is at home against Arizona on Friday night. That's from Oracle Park, 10-15 Eastern. I'm going to take Logan Webb in that matchup versus Zach Davies. Giants are the odds on favorite to win that one, and I will take them to win it. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? 
especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast C. Trent Rosecrans from The Athletic. He covers the Cincinnati Reds. And right now, C. Trent, you are covering the hottest team in baseball with 11 straight wins after Wednesday. What has happened to this team and uh, how did they get here? You know, it, it started last year, and it wasn't the pretty start that anybody wanted. It was um, started with ownership saying, hey, we're not going to spend as much money, and we want to build a consistent winner, which I guess most ownerships do. They want to keep costs down and revenue opportunities up, uh, which is not novel. What is novel is I, I think you have to start with Nick Carl, the GM, who was given those marching orders and made some really unpopular moves. Um, you know, the, I was just writing about you know, Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez to the, the Mariners, and, and, and you keep going on. So many of the moves they made early last year and through last year in their sell-off. Um, but, but those moves really have set this team up. Uh, for for some success, this is a young athletic team. Um, since since the Reds have been at Great American Ballpark, it's been a team built on scoring via the home run. That's not what this team does. Uh, they are young and athletic. They're fast. They run and they're aggressive, which is a fun brand of baseball to watch. I mean, you grew up like me in the '80s or or even before. It's kind of baseball you grew up on and you loved. The game we fell in love with. And that's what this team plays. It's 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 really fun. Tell me about the the and I know it's not just Ellie De La Cruz, but it it, it this kind of coincides <laughs> with him coming. And he's been on a tear of late. At one point, he was batting about two thirty-five after seven or eight games, uh, you know, after the initial start, but now he's hitting uh, in five straight, six, five straight, and he's had five hits in his last eight at bats. His batting average is up to 321. Just tell me about him, what he brought to the team, and the electricity, and are people feeding off of this kid? Well, yeah, I, I mean, you, you mentioned the electricity. You just can't, you almost have to start every conversation with Ali because he is just. You know, something nobody's seen before. Um, I was talking to his hitting coach in in um, Louisville. He said, you know, he runs like Billy Hamilton, hits the ball as hard as um, Aaron Judge, and he has Raphael for Call's arm. And, and, and it's, it's, it's just nuts. Like, the funny thing is, uh, I was talking to Nick Senzel before the game today. This is a number two overall pick. A guy with a lot of talent. 
and a lot of pride. Um, and I said, I said, one of the funny things is, is like, it doesn't seem like you guys get sick of talking about Ellie. And he's like, no, I mean, we see it too. You know, we, we're, we're as odd as anybody. And we've seen it. He's like the most athletic player I've ever seen. And uh, the thing with Ellie that's, that, that stands out once you're around is his love of the game. That's what, that's what makes him special. Not just the tools, but he's a smart player. He's always hustling. And he, uh, I've talked to teammates everywhere. And they say he is literally that same guy, 0 for 4, for 4 for 4. He could be 0 for 4, and he's still on the top step cheering on his teammates. He just loves baseball. He loves to win baseball games, and he does everything he can. Tonight, you know, today he hit this, like, little bloop off the end of his bat. Well, last night he did, and it went out. But this night he had a bloop off his bat to left field, and off the bat I just kind of looked at the trajectory, and I go, that's a double. And it was. And then, you know, anytime he's on base, you can almost expect him to get to third because he steals second, steals third. Um, the one time he's been caught stealing so far, he slid in safe. And then the it was last night and the third baseman kind of fell over, took him off the bag, and they called him out. Um, but he, it's just, you know – they were talking to the minors, uh, Matt Reynolds, a veteran, said they're pitching him like Barry Bonds. But the difference between it is when Barry Bonds was being pitched like Barry Bonds, it was late stages Barry Bonds. Now you have a guy who can take bases at will. So if you walk him, you might as well be giving him a triple. And it's it's insane. Matt McLean is an extremely fast player. Um, Stuart Fairchild, very fast. And I talked to those guys, and they just don't even think about themselves in the same category as Ellie when you're talking about speed. I mean, and these are some of the fastest guys in baseball. And uh, he, he also could hit the ball. His first home run here was to the last row of the stadium, and, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he, he did get all of it, and he's going to hit one out of here. We're no doubt, Adam Dunn stuff. It, it it it's been something to watch. It reminds me of of Fernando Tatis's uh, entrance into the major leagues. If you remember, there was an electricity about him that made people. He was must see, and uh, he reminds me of that. Our guest is uh, Trent Rosecrans from the uh, Athletic. He covers the Cincinnati Reds. Let me also ask you about Hunter Green. And he did something that hadn't been done in a gazillion years with the Reds. And the, the last start, he beat the Astros, pitched well, six innings, two earned runs, only had three strikeouts, got the win, p- pitched well. But in the five previous starts, Trent, he had eight strikeouts or more in those five starts, which is the first time a Reds pitcher had done it in like 60 years. Talk about Hunter Green and what he's developed into and when you have a guy like that at the top of your rotation, you're not going to lose a lot of games or a lot, a lot of games in a row or a lot of series. Yeah, and what's even more impressive is this current 11-game winning streak, Hunter started one game, and he's been on the IL, or he's now on the IL um, with some hip uh, stuff that they're being very careful about. Um, he pitched through it in that last start. Actually, I guess he's had two starts in this in this streak, um, but he is on the IL now. Um, but but I mean, it's 
a generational arm, you know. Uh, I think we've been hearing about this since he was in high school. And, again, a guy who knows the sport, grew up in the sport, loves the sport. Um, he is – he could – he th- again, both guys you've talked about have ceilings that are, like – I mean, they, they might as well be, like, sunroofs. Because, like, you could just go <laughs> as high as possible. There, there's no – no limit to what these guys could be. And their floors are pretty high too now. One last thing. Are we giving most of the credit here to manager David Bell or to the front office and ownership? Who who would you hey. ha, ha, who would you put hang this on? I I think it's a collective type thing. I mean, I, I give a lot give of Give me one. To, Pick to one. Me. I know it's hard that both have something to do with it. But is it just the moves that the management made no, to give David no. Bell or not? No. I mean, David Bell, his, and this is kind of overworked, and you hear it all the time, and you kind of wave it off, but he has built a culture. I, there was a point early this year where he said, our guys keep fighting. And and I asked, I was like, is there a point where, you know, you can say that all the time, but if you're losing games, what happens to this fight? He goes, no, this team fights. And then you look at it. They've, they've come from, they have what, 24, 25 come from behind wins. They don't care. They're behind. They're behind three, nothing today. They don't care. Um, they just know somebody's going to do it. And, uh, you know, they want to be the guy, but they know that if they're not the guy, the next guy will be. It just keeps playing out, playing out like that. It's um, I think David has deserves a ton of credit. Uh, for the culture that he is he is cultivated over the last couple of years. Last year was tough, but he stayed the course and he stayed true to himself. And again, I mean, it, you, we have to spread some credit around. Give I, I, I don't give the ownership group much credit, but I'll give them credit for sticking with David Bell because they knew what they had and what they needed to keep going. And, and you can get impatient pretty easily. And uh, and and David is his really kind of uh, paying off for their um, loyalty. His name is Trent Rosecrans, and he covers the Reds for The Athletic. And thanks for the knowledge. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. And we appreciate it. All right, Trent, thank you. Anytime, Rob. Thank you. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Reason number 556 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and better than the NFL is simple. Fans get to vote. Fans get to participate. And we talk about all the time, the All-Star Game, which we talked about uh, fans uh, earlier in the podcast, you know, get to vote for their favorite players. It's who they want to see. And teams also love to have the input of fans. We saw it in St. Louis. David Freeze was voted into the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. Now, he turned down the honor because he didn't think he was worthy. The guy grew up in St. Louis, fan of that franchise and that history, and just didn't think he was as good as some of the greatest players who ever played in the St. Louis Cardinals history. For people who don't know, the number two team in wins in World Series play is the Cardinals behind the Yankees. That's how storied of a franchise the St. Louis Cardinals are. So, But the point is, 
that fans got to vote who they wanted in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. And that's a pretty neat um, thing for them to be given that kind of power to pick their favorite player. And he had an unbelievable World Series to help them win in 2011. So I'm, I understand why they love him and why they picked him. Uh, but David Freeze uh, didn't want to soil the Hall of Fame by getting in. Uh, so that's his choice. But the fans made theirs. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 